2: The following is a Learfield presentation of the Gamecock Sports Network. On the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield, welcome to Carolina Calls, your weekly pass inside Gamecock athletics. To be part of tonight's show, give us a call at 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100. Or tweet us using the hashtag Carolina Calls. Carolina Calls is brought to you by Coca-Cola. Whether you're in the stands, at the tailgate, or in your living room, nothing goes better with football than Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola's zero sugar. Prisma Health, proud to be the official healthcare system and team physicians of the Gamecocks. And by Bud Light, when you really want your favorite beer, there's a Bud Light there. Now, let's head to Backstreet's Grill in Columbia. Here's the voice of the Gamecocks, Todd Ellis.
5: Hey, overcoming adversity on the road is always a good sign for a football team, and Carolina did so this past Saturday in Greenville. The Gamecocks sputtered early and came from behind by 14 to beat East Carolina 20 to 17 on a last-second field goal by Parker White to go 2 and 0 on the season. Hey, no rest for the Gamecocks, however, as Carolina travels to number two Georgia this Saturday at 7 p.m. to start SEC play. Hello and welcome to Carolina Calls with Shane Beamer. We are live at Backstreet's Grill on Divine in Columbia, South Carolina. Join us tonight here or on our network, or you can ask a question via Twitter as we're ready to go between the hedges to take on Georgia for the 74th time. Coach Beamer joins me now. And Coach, what did you see when you watched the film from the East Carolina ball game that may have been different from your original impressions when you were over your heart attack like the rest of us that day.
3: Yeah, we uh, we told the players we'd have to weather the storm and the initial surge. I didn't know it was going to take 47 minutes <laughs> to do that before we settled down and started playing well. But I uh, saw a lot that we can build upon. Uh, obviously, there was a lot that wasn't good that we certainly need to improve for us to have any opportunity to win Saturday in Athens. But... Saw a lot of uh, just really good stuff. Wide receivers like Josh Van and the carry-on joiner making individual plays. Uh, A host of running backs having some nice runs uh, down the stretch. Defense playing like we thought. Lights out. Special teams making a a huge impact play again. And and, uh, certainly a lot to improve on, like I said. But just really excited about the last 17 minutes of the game where we scored at the end of the third quarter with the touchdown pass to DK and then the way that we controlled the fourth quarter in all three phases. And um, that, that gets you excited going forward. But, you know, we talk to our players about it. we got to get a lot better and, and uh, fast.
5: Yeah, you described the Georgia team this year as maybe the best Bulldog squad that you have seen talent-wise. That's a bold statement from a guy who knows it, by the way, for the last 22 years or so or more. In your career, and I don't disagree with that. That's what the scary part is. But having said that, maybe the toughest part of coaching in season is convincing your team against a quality opponent. You have a plan and a path to victory, and that's tough to do against a quality opponent. How's that gone this week, coach, and either preparing a plan and then, of course, implementing it to say, listen they're good, but here's how we can win
3: yeah uh it's been great uh we've had a fantastic week of practice we we've got a confident bunch of guys and and you know we've talked about it. the only thing that matters is is what we know about our team and how we feel and and our amazing fan base that believes in us and whatnot as well and and uh uh practice has been good. our guys are confident they're eager to get over there and play um, uh, like the plan we've
5: we've put together and and We're excited to go play. I'll say that something in my head says, listen, the first two opponents incredibly different, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, much smaller, agile, fast. Otherwise, we have a a typical maybe that's not the right word. We have an SEC team that has exceptional players, but plays a more base has exceptional athletic ability up front. Does that otherwise? Are we back in a groove that says maybe we've been practicing against teams like Georgia or our football team that may give us not an advantage, but may be more prepared for the situation? Yeah,
3: no, it's a great point. Certainly our team is built more like Georgia in the sense size and, and up front. You know, we don't have. Uh, smaller defensive linemen like Eastern Illinois did. And, and East Carolina was – I mean, they've they've got a good-looking team they for do. anybody that was in Greenville. I mean, particularly on defense, they've got some guys up front that are really good players. Uh, but they their whole deal was line up and do a lot of what Eastern Illinois did, move and bring pressure literally on every single snap. And Georgia certainly has a pressure package, but Georgia's, yeah. Georgia's got a bunch of guys on that defensive line that will play in the NFL that they, they're – fully content just letting those guys play and not having to bring, bring pressure uh, all the time. So it's a little bit more like what we've been practicing, but, you know, we don't have 350-pound defensive linemen that run like receivers like 99 does, yeah. or like Georgia does with uh, Jordan Davis and, and whatnot. So it's a fantastic team that they have, and uh, we've got a good team, too, and we've got a bunch of competitors on our squad, and we're excited to
5: go compete. He's Coach Shane Beamer. I'm Todd Ellis. Great to be with you on Carolina Calls. Of course, we're at Backstreet's Grill on Divine. We welcome you to come out here tonight. It's a little rainy. Perfect to come inside and get the great service and food or otherwise or call in or send your question via Twitter. Coach, on our Prisma Health injury report, listen to that silence right there. <laughs> the so quietest of the night. Every, every week. <laughs> you didn't realize that your medical reports would be the most influential yeah. thing. Well, you see, you need about. to save the Prisma Health Injury Report for the end of the show. Yeah, that's true. So, so it's quiet listeners.
3: for the entire hour that's and you don't true. lose listeners.
5: <laughs> We're going to make an adjustment. No, we will not. <laughs> we will put that up front because the health of your football team is always important, important and Prisma is important to us as well. Uh, Coach, uh, obviously, Luke Doty, your quarterback who was penciled in to be the starter before the year. Zeb, Dolan, Zeb Nolan now is 2-0. Uh, last week you described at this point, I think, that uh, Luke was sore from his foot injury. What's the progress for him? Uh, progress for Kevin Harris, who looked just fine and great maybe in his, his runs that we saw on Saturday against East Carolina give us the health of the football team, but specifically how's the quarterback Luke Doty?
3: Yeah, Kevin Harris and the rest of the team are are great. Uh, Honestly, I mean, our injury report is is knock on wood, it's as good as it can be. I mean, other than Rick Sandage, everyone will be available to play on on Saturday. Uh, I don't come up here each and every week and just make up stuff about Luke and tell people what they want to hear and stuff like that. I'm being truthful when I sit up here every week. Luke was sore last week. If Luke had to have gone in that game, we could have thrown him in there. Would he have been 100%? No. Would he have been able to run and show the athleticism that he has last week? No. Luke is not sore today. Now, does that mean he doesn't wake up tomorrow and be sore? I don't know. But Luke Luke practiced today. Luke practiced yesterday. Luke practiced Tuesday. He hasn't been sore all week. Um, he, was, he practiced all 11, meaning when the offense is on the field against – a defense, he was out there and got some reps today. Again, I'm not going to put Luke out there before Luke can be effective doing what Luke needs to do. So having said that, I think Luke is as close, I know Luke is as close to 100% as he's been since he got hurt. Uh, he has practiced this week and has looked good. There is no soreness, and we anticipate him uh, being able to play on Saturday night if uh,
5: if uh, the situation dictates that he needs to be in there. Sure. So unless his girlfriend breaks his heart on Friday night, <laughs> yeah. Luke Doty could potentially be available if you wanted to call his number. Absolutely.
3: And having said that, I'm proud of Zeb Nolan and some of the yes, throws of that we he made are. down the stretch. He made some really, really great throws on Saturday. The one to Van, the one to join, the other one to Van. Uh, he, he managed the game better as the game went on. Zeb's going to have to play really well for us on Saturday night, as will our entire uh, football team as well.
5: That's our Prisma Health injury report. As the official team physicians, Prisma Health provides the orthopedic and sports medicine care to keep the Gamecocks in the game. Prisma Health is proud to be the official healthcare system and team physicians of the Gamecocks. When we come back, listen. Georgia's got some of their, uh, issues with their quarterback. We'll find out what Shane Beamer knows, and of course, take your calls. Line up for that as well. Hey, pop in bottles for all of your tailgate needs celebrate your gamecocks with USC bubbles. Look for the silver bottle with the Gamecocks logo. We'll have more from Coach Beamer here at Backstreets on Divine. You're listening to Carolina Calls presented by Bud Light. When you really want your favorite beer, there's a Bud Light. On the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield.
6: I learned that people are just looking for somebody
3: to listen to them. You can't just start cutting somebody's hair and you're going to be quiet the whole time because you're not going to be in business long.
0: <laughs> the South
4: Carolina Education Lottery has provided over $800 million to help students attend technical colleges across our state, investing in a new generation of entrepreneurs just like James. Your passion is our purpose. Hi.
6: Hey, Gamecock fans.
3: Game Day Vodka is the first ever official vodka of the Gamecocks. Ready to elevate your tailgate at Williams-Brice Stadium this season? Score a garnet and black
1: bottle of this award-winning vodka by visiting gamedayvodka.com. That's gamedayvodka.com. Your town, your team. Official
2: vodka of the Gamecocks. This game is 21 and up. Please enjoy responsibly. You're listening to Gamecock football. We're back after these local messages on the Gamecock sports network from Learfield.
4: You're listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecock sports network from Learfield. Hear every game for free on the South Carolina game day app. You can also listen via Gamecocks all-access at GamecocksOnline.com.
7: Spurs up. 20, 15, 10, are you kidding me? Touchdown Carolina in the pocket got some problems trying to bail Gamecocks there they drop
2: it this is Gamecock football
7: jump ball in the end zone are you kidding me caught touchdown Carolina
2: catch the action on your home for South Carolina football the Gamecock sports network from Learfield Your voice heard on Carolina calls, by giving us a call on our toll-free hotline, 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100. Now let's rejoin your host here again,
5: Todd Ellis. Wow. What a great night here. I know it's a little rainy in Columbia, South Carolina, but glad to be with you at Backstreets on Carolina calls. Don't forget Britain's on divine as your Gamecock apparel for the season. They carry exclusively Southern Tide, Johnny O's, Smathers & Branson, and brackish men's and ladies' accessories. Stop by and see us at 2818 Divine Street. Visit us at BritonsofColumbia.com, a Carolina tradition since 1950. Perry's come out tonight from Britons. We appreciate him, as always. But Bryson Martin making the rare appearance here tonight at the end of the restaurant to come out. Thank you, Bryson. Good to see you, as always, on Carolina Calls. He's Shane Beamer. I'm Todd Ellis. You've got some couple phone lines open. Please join us coach before we go to Steven. Hold on Steven and Rock Hill. Let me ask you about the Georgia quarterback situation. I am shocked that Kirby Smart would not be definitive about what quarterback might play for him this weekend. But if you learned anything else, he's got some guys that have been massively productive for them over the time of their careers. Uh, But anything else about JT Daniels or his backup uh, Bennett?
3: No, I mean, it's a productive group. You know about as much as I do on the health. But whoever goes out there will be a quality quarterback. I mean, I think it tells you everything you need to know about how Kirby feels about Stetson, that he played him last week over what apparently was uh, Daniels that could have gone out there. Uh, Carson Beck, who was highly recruited. The Vandegrift kid was committed to us at Oklahoma, so I know he's a good player, and he put Stetson out there, and and uh, whoever goes out there on Saturday night, I don't think it's a big, if Stetson Bennett plays, oh my, That's a, that it's an advantage for us or whatnot. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to have a great quarterback, whoever goes out there. Um, Stetson is an older guy that Stetson was the scout team quarterback when I was there, and he's a heck of a player and, and a competitor. and quality quarterback, uh, so that, that the quarterback position over there doesn't have to win the game for them, because they got so many explosive playmakers around that guy, uh, and Stetson came in last week and played great against UAB.
5: Tied a school record, five touchdowns against UAB. Tommy Suggs, Jamar Nesbitt, and I will have a breakdown of the uh, Prisma Health Injury Report, which includes Georgia in those situations. Got a couple wide receivers banged up, some guys that were going to come back who would likely, if they could get into it in SEC play, they would start this weekend. We'll keep an eye on that between now and Saturday evening at 7 p.m. Steven and Rock Hill, man, we appreciate you. Thanks for holding on while I asked that question. Uh, Go right ahead for Coach Shane Beamer.
6: Yes, sir, Coach. Uh, Let me first say uh, thank you for bringing hope back to this football program and keep up the great work. Gamecock Nation is finally excited again. And uh, my question is, if the Bulldogs continuously stack the box this Saturday, how likely are you to be aggressive with taking shots down the field or trying a different run scheme earlier on in the game? And do you think taking deep shots is the best way to back defenses off?
3: How aggressive will we be if they want to stack the box? The answer is very. Um, for sure. I mean, that's our only chance to be successful. And that's what we ended up having to do against East Carolina. Right. And probably, I don't know, second quarter, third quarter, we finally, I told Sad on the headphones, like, we need to throw the ball over their heads because if they're going to continue to do this, we can't keep running into, you know, unblocked defenders. And, and Georgia's good enough where they may not need to stack the box because they're so talented up front on their defensive line and at linebacker, uh, but they're certainly talented. At defensive back as well. I mean, I heard all year about how the defensive back field was going to be a weakness or concern for them. And you turn on the Clemson tape and Clemson, who I know has good receivers, they can't get open uh, against Georgia's guys. But we've certainly got to take our shots down the field without a doubt in the passing game. But we also just can't abandon the run game if they're going to load the box. We got SEC running backs that, you know, they've got to be able to make somebody miss and run through some people too. And and uh, uh, fully confident that our guys will be
5: able to do that or can do that also. Hey, Stephen, great question. Uh, there's a couple fo- phone lines open. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls. Ask Coach a couple about the specifics of this ball game. But remember, Gamecocks, be the ultimate fan this season by collecting virtual uniform cards at Corner Pantry, Pops, and Palmetto Road convenience stores. It's easy. Simply scan the QR code found near the Coca-Cola display, complete the collection to receive two Gamecock football tickets and other great prizes. Call us now, toll free at 877-477-7201 or in Columbia, call 404-6100. We're back in a moment from Backstreet's Grill on Divine Street on the Gamecock Sports Network. Gamecocks, be the ultimate
3: fan this season by collecting virtual uniform cards at Corner Pantry Convenience Stores. It's easy. Simply scan the QR code found near the Coca-Cola display. Complete the collection to receive two Gamecock football tickets and other great prizes. Don't forget to include a Coca-Cola 12 pack in your game day
8: setup and go Gamecocks. Fall is here, and that means one thing, Jameson, ginger, and game time. Whether you're catching the game at home, at the local bar, or headed to the tailgate, everyone wins with a refreshing Jameson Irish whiskey topped off with ginger ale and lime. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, product of Ireland. 2021, imported by John Jameson
2: Import Company, New York, New York. This is South Carolina football back in 60 seconds on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield
7: Spurs up 20 15 10 are you kidding me? Touchdown Carolina in the pocket. Got some problems trying to bail. Gamecocks. There they drop
2: it. This is Gamecock football. Throne
7: jump ball in the end zone. Are you kidding me? Caught. Touchdown Carolina.
2: Catch the action on your home for South Carolina football. The Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield.
1: It's time we all get back. It's time we all get back to more. More one-of-a-kind Saturdays. More rockin' jam-packed stadiums. More of what makes the mighty Southeastern Conference so much more. Team up with the SEC and learn more about the COVID-19 vaccination by going to getvaccineanswers.org. The SEC backs the Vax because it's time we all get back to more. Go to getvaccineanswers.org. The SEC. It just means more.
2: Make your voice heard on Carolina calls by giving us a call on our toll-free hotline 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100. Now, let's rejoin your host here again, Todd Ellis.
5: Hey, Gamecock fans, begin on September 1st. You can pick up your 2021 Gamecock football schedule posters at your local Farm Bureau insurance agent office. Posters are limited, so make sure you call ahead and reserve your poster today. Coach Shane Beamer, I'm Todd Ellis. Great to be with you on Carolina Calls. The Gamecocks 2-0 on the season. Shane Beamer, the first coach since 1982 to go 2-0 and to start his career at Carolina. Yeah, they don't back it up after that very well. you got to go over to Georgia yeah,
3: no. and play yeah. the
5: number two team in the country to try to go 3-0. Yeah. So.
3: Well, it was pretty cool on the bus after the game. Uh, J.J. and some of the defensive guys read that and congratulated me. And like I told those guys on the bus, I don't know who the players were on those other head coaches' first-year teams, but they didn't have as good a team and good a kids as we have on wow. our team. So it's all because of
5: those guys, but very honored. Well, great. You know, one of my favorite things, I got to tell you this, it's not shocking. I know other coaches do it. One of my favorite things on the replay was after the first field goal when your punter, Kroger, got the snap down on the high snap that enabled us to get the punt. He's the first guy you ran out to see to congratulate him. A rare event for a holder, but often, uh, as we have stated, and Tommy Suggs has said, a job that is brutal to do, first of all. No. Over it's very tough to do. It is. To go out there and see that. And, uh, it, it, Coach, I continue to do that. Those small things make the difference. And we're not in a position to win a game if he doesn't do that at No, the end.
3: he was uh, – that was unbelievable because there, there's, you know, Matthew Bailey, our snapper, is fantastic. I don't worry about him at all. But that was, like, really high. Yeah. And in a pressure situation to get that down, give him credit – That play and then the other one that people don't talk about is Nick Muse may have the play of the year Falling on that recovering the fumble right late in the game I think one of our running backs fumbled and he and it's right in front of me and I swear the East Carolina guy was on it And and Nick recovered it. I mean if he doesn't recover that who knows what happens But I mean that's a fantastic play that nobody really talks about and great hustle by him being in that position that That kind of goes unnoticed in a lot of ways
5: well, individual plays have to be made when you're down on the road, and they were made to win the game. Congratulations! Let's go to John in Rock Hill. John, go right ahead for Coach Shane Beamer.
6: Hey, Coach, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, I just want to say, like, I want to echo what a lot of Gamecock Nation says. You brought hope back, and me personally, I know it's going to take time, but you brought hope back. And before I ask you a question, I want to say this, Todd, you and Tommy, I've never said this, you and Tommy do such a great job calling our games. And I just want to say thank you, say thank you thank before you. I ask coaches a question. We love it. We you, John. Thank you. Uh, coach, um, I may have missed it, but I, I, I don't think I missed it. But so Luke hasn't been sore all week, I guess.
3: That's pretty much it he um and thanks for saying that too john it means a lot and and uh saturday was an awesome time to the team to stick together and find a way to win in the end and nobody panicked and i was really proud of them but uh, i appreciate you saying that about hope but this is we're just getting started and uh i'm so excited about what the future holds here but yes luke uh, has not been sore and, And We fully expected Luke to be able to play last week, and Luke could have played if we felt like we needed him in that situation. He wasn't – he he was close to 100%. He just had a lot of soreness, and he was limping around a little bit. Uh, This week, he has not been sore, and he has practiced this week. So, yes, no no soreness and has practiced all week.
5: You know, people forget, but I promise you, it's hard enough to find an advantage – a skill set in any individual player that allows you to go, listen, go do this and you do it really well. Luke Doty can move. Yeah. Luke Doty can get out of the pocket, make people miss. It doesn't mean he can't throw. It doesn't mean he can't run the whole offense, but you hate to take that away from him and then throw him into the ball game. Right. And so now if he's able to move and do that, I can see the difference in your staff, Coach Sad, everybody else going, uh, listen, we will put him in there when he's ready to do what he does best.
3: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and like I said, Zeb did some good things down the stretch and Jason Brown, our other quarterback, Jason has done a nice job and and uh, certainly has a lot of arm talent as well.
5: Let me tell you something. I've seen a lot of good throws in clutch situations, but that over the linebacker to DK in the end zone was about as good a touch as I've seen in a long time. DK made a heck of a play to go get it. Yeah, but Zeb put it in the one place over the linebacker's fingertips to make the catch, and yeah. he's made some good throws. He admitted to me after the ball game he didn't make every throw in that ball game, but that's I, I, I seem to know from experience that happens occasionally with quarterbacks, <laughs> and uh, he he won the ball game, so everyone's appreciative of that, no matter who plays, starts, otherwise or contributes in the ball game. Yeah, we are very appreciative to be two and zero, oh, and the quarterbacks, as usual, have a, a lot to do with it couple lines open. We appreciate some great questions. When we come back, we got John here in the audience, but some lines open after that. We're at Backstreet's On Divine for Carolina Calls, presented by Bud Light. When you really want your favorite beer, there's a Bud Light there. We'll be back in a moment on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield.
0: Adam's Gamecock gear has one of the largest selections of official Gamecock merchandise in Columbia. Located on the corner of Assembly and Whaley, They're just a stone throw away from campus with plenty of parking and have everything you need from clothing, souvenirs, and even Gamecock branded tailgating supplies. We're the official sponsor of the student rewards app. And don't forget to ask about Gamecock Club discounts. Our friendly staff is waiting to serve you seven days a week at Adam's Gamecock Gear.
1: When fun finally returns, Bud Light Legends don't just come back, they come roaring back. Carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly 2021 AP Bud Light Beer St. Louis, Missouri.
2: More coverage of South Carolina football after these local messages on the Gamecock Sports
1: Network from Learfield. It's time we all get back. It's time we all get back to more. More one-of-a-kind Saturdays. More rockin' jam-packed stadiums. More of what makes the mighty Southeastern Conference so much more. Team up with the SEC and learn more about the COVID-19 vaccination by going to GetVaccineAnswers.org. The SEC backs the Vax, because it's time we all get back to more. Go to GetVaccineAnswers.org. The SEC. It just means more. (laughs)
4: Listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecocks Sports Network from Learfield. Hear every game for free on the South Carolina Game Day app. You can also listen via Gamecocks All Access at GamecocksOnline.com.
2: Welcome back to Carolina Calls. Give us a call on our toll-free hotline at 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100. Now, let's rejoin your host,
5: Todd Ellis. Hey, Backstreet's Grill, our host of Carolina Calls is proud to partner with the Gamecock Athletic Department. Backstreet's features a wide selection of wine and local craft beers, scratch-made food, and a family-friendly atmosphere to view gamecock football proudly owned and operated by gamecock alumni Backstreets is located at 2400 divine street open seven days a week for lunch and dinner with brunch on sundays at 11 30 <laughs> welcome back to carolina calls great to be with you here at backstreet's grill coach shane beamer getting ready to take his gamecocks on the road tomorrow over to athens georgia actually not exactly that we'll go a little past that then come back to play them not too many places to stay for a football team and Athens may be an advantage for them. They've been doing that for a long time. But Sanford Stadium, one of the best places to see a game in all of uh, college athletics. John's here tonight. John, appreciate you as always coming out to see us. I know you got a question, go right ahead for coach.
8: Uh, coach, it was um, a, a great win, but I got a
3: real appreciation for all the hats you must wear during a game. <laughs> you know, we ask our defensive players to fly around and to play with An immense amount of passion and really they're playing on a razor's edge Mm -hmm. and occasionally they'll cross that line and a little exuberance will go too much all of us have done it we completely understand it my question to you is when you when you get a young man to the sidelines and do you say hey we're going to sit him in a series a number of plays or
8: whatever or is there a coach who kind of looks him in the eye and says okay he's let it go time to bring him in that's a really tough call to make how
2: do you guys handle that
3: yeah no it's a great question as always um from you um i think all the above on that and that was the most one of the most disappointing things about saturday was um no disrespect to east carolina there were some plays in the east carolina app game that got pretty chippy and we actually, I, not we, I made a video cut up of about six to eight plays and showed the team on Tuesday that we better handle ourselves the right way when this ha- when this happens on Saturday. It's gonna happen. Number, whatever it may be, is gonna get in your face and he's gonna talk to you. And you gotta be good enough to handle it the right way. I must've, like, the I reverse psychology them or something <laughs> because it happened to us. Like, we were the ones that got the penalty. Um, so there are certain times during the game where I can see some things happening and happening, and I'll tell Clayton or Torian or Luke Day or whoever, hey, you better get so-and-so under control. And there was an incident on Saturday where I told Torian, get him out of the game uh, when that happened. And then you talk to him, you settle him down. I mean, I just, I don't think me... Uh, blowing a gasket on the sideline and 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 ripping them up and down is going to help them in that exact moment going back out on the field. So it's really just talking to them, educating. When we get back in the team meeting on Sunday, I mean, I showed some of those plays in the team meeting on Sunday that this we're not going to be about this, and that's not how we play football here at Carolina. And um, hopefully we'll be better going forward, but I, I do think each situation is different. John,
5: yeah. great uh, yeah. question. They and,
3: are, but you got to play. We talk about playing between the whistles and playing and representing this university with class at all times as well. And those are good, Those guys are good kids that were amped up, and, and both of them, the guys you're talking about, they played their rear ends off on Saturday, so they, they need to keep playing that way also.
5: Yeah, that's the biggest frustration I have, from watching it and being a former player like yourself and being around the game for so long. My gosh, you're playing so well. Yep. Don't blow this. Yep. You're doing so good. Your team is doing better. We're definitely counting on the guys we're referencing to. Don't make a mistake now that uh, that shows yourself as someone you don't play on a down to down basis. As, That's right. Because we need you badly. But a great question, as always, uh, John. Coach, uh, Georgia is not giving up an offensive touchdown yet. I would say if I was going to ask a question, and I pulled this crowd in here, it's not that we produced and came back and won. It's not that we've had Josh Van step up for the first really major time in his career where he's a consistent catcher and a major threat in the Southeastern Conference. To carry on Joyner catches his first catch of the year. We are concerned about the running game, particularly early on in the first two ball games. We do not feel like it seems like it takes us a while to catch the rhythm. Have you seen anything either in the offensive line play play calling or our running backs, which has put us in a disadvantage early on because we 've all seen the brilliance of them at times during the season,
3: yeah, no, I think we've all we 've all got to be better when it comes to running the football myself, the rest of the coaching staff, uh, and then the entire offense. Uh, You know, not to make excuses. You got Kevin Harris, who was playing in his first football game since last year. You got Marshawn Lloyd, who's still coming off an injury. Juju's a true freshman. Zaquandre's an older guy. They're continuing to get better and better and more and more comfortable out there. But, you know, I think we've got to do a good job as coaches of what schemes do we run best? What do we do best? Not necessarily what we like as coaches, but what our players can do. And we have all along, don't get me wrong. It's not like we're just not having this conversation. but let's really narrow it down to what we're doing and make sure we're comfortable and good at blocking all kinds of different fronts and and defenses and things like that. But I do think, you know, going back, you asked early on about what I saw from the tape. I think you've got to be very careful. We as coaches do where, you know, early on, you don't think things are going very well. And then you go back and you look at the video on Sunday or on the plane home and you realize you really weren't that far off early on that, this play really had a chance to be successful if this guy had taken a better step or this guy got beat or whatever it may be. And, and that's offense in general. It takes all 11 to be on the same page. So I think it's just really just getting better, continuing to work, um, uh, running backs being able to make people miss. You know, we can't block them all at times. Offensive line continuing to be physical. Offensive coordinator and head coach getting our guys in the right play and, and uh, everybody executing. But we're not far off, but we certainly understand the challenge this week is going to be a little bit different uh, than running the football against uh, the, in the last two games. And I
5: think that's what's so crazy about it is that we all see how close it really is because we all know rhythm, time, and scheme have to come together over a period of time and crystallize to make it work for everybody's comfortable with the, the run game. And uh, we see those talented backs that you've got, fresh legs that can go out there and do it. And, and I, be, I would be remiss. We talked about this after the ball game, but talk further about Juju McDowell and his late game work, and not only the 63-yard kickoff return, but also the runs that he had in the fourth quarter of that ball game. Putting a freshman in there, I, I literally was nervous for him. <laughs> when I was calling the game and watching it because I'm thinking we got a real chance to win this but he's in every play and where was your faith in him coming from and maybe the coaching staff overall and the job that he's done for you that made you feel comfortable about putting him in there
3: I think it's just day to day or day day in day out since he's been here he nothing phases him and he's just he's the same guy every day and and he doesn't he doesn't perform like a true freshman and uh What a huge play on the kickoff return to seize the momentum back early in that third quarter. He had a couple nice little runs, I think, over there on their sideline that, you know, he's a spark plug and uh, nothing against Kevin or Marshawn or Saquandre because we got great confidence in those guys as well. But really, I think it's just how Juju handles his business and the way that he practices and. In the energy that he brings, and and he brings some toughness to the position too. I mean, a lot he,
5: more than he I uh, would expect from a freshman.
3: Yeah, I mean he's he's moving the pile forward at the end of the game. I mean, the, he had a end of one of the runs over there on their sideline. I mean, he kind of had like a little mini stiff arm and knocked the buck knocked the guy down for East Carolina. So he's he's got a little. Uh, He's got some stuff in his neck, in a good way. Yeah,
5: he's just not a scat back that catches the ball out of the backfield on third down. I mean, he he ran between the you know. tackles. He ran outside. What got going with the boundary plays, by the way? Why was that good for you in the fourth quarter?
3: Yeah, I think it was they or were third and fourth. Yeah, I mean, we started running the ball outside more outside zone than what we were earlier in the game. They were bringing a lot of pressure, and and uh, you know we had, we late in the game we you know shifted some of the tight ends over from one side to the oh. other, and then they're running pressure right into that and and then nice job our offensive line just being able to secure gaps and Mm -hmm. and they're bringing pressure and and got a couple guys in one gap and things like that and then we're able to get the ball moving the receivers did a nice job of perimeter blocking uh they needed we challenged them last week coming off the eastern illinois game and and you watch that final drive nick muse and jaheem bell did a really really good job of of uh, securing their gap, blocking their man, and allowing some of those runs to happen.
5: Yeah, please, uh, for what it's worth, I'll tell him myself personally. Jalen Brooks, I thought, elevated completely different way he blocked from the first yeah. game to the second game and did a nice job on yeah, the perimeter no, as well. They did.
3: And it'll be critical this week. I mean, they, uh, uh, they're they f- obviously George is very, very physical. And for us to get anything going in the run game, our receivers and tight ends have to block on the perimeter as well.
5: He's coach Shane Beamer on Todd Ellis. Man, it's. Big effort this weekend needed in Athens, Georgia, but it always is. That's why we like going over between the hedges, because when you win, it makes it extra special. The Gamecocks had an upset in 2019, took a lot of uh, turnovers on defense and some great plays uh, from Brian Edwards, uh, Holinsky, a couple other players. It's a rare air to be over there in Athens and get the upset. We'll see if Gamecocks can do it this weekend. You're listening to Carolina calls from Learfield. We'll be back from Coach Beamer in a moment from Backstreet Grill and Divine Street on the Gamecock Sports Network.
2: A tough math teacher, a dedicated coach, a best friend—people who inspire you to be your best possible self. At Prisma Health, you inspire us. We're making healthcare exceptional for everyone across the Midlands and Upstate. With more access to the highest level of care, research innovations, and patient education, we're committed to helping you be your healthiest you. Prisma Health is proud to be the official team physicians for the Gamecocks. For more information, visit prismahealth.org/gamecocks.
1: The perfect tailgate. All you need are your friends and the 2021 Ford F-150 with the available Pro Power Onboard. It's like a mobile generator to power your tailgate all game long. It's this tradition of toughness and innovation that's made Ford F-Series America's best-selling truck 44 years straight and counting. Make your game day traditions bigger and better season after season. Check out the 2021 Ford F-150 at your Carolina Ford dealer. Based on 1977 through 2020 calendar year total sales. Your home for South Carolina
2: football. This is the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield.
4: You're listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Hear every game for free on the South Carolina Game Day app. You can also listen via Gamecocks All Access at
7: GamecocksOnline.com. Spurs up. 20, 15, 10, are you kidding me? Touchdown Carolina in the pocket. Got some problems trying to bail. Gamecocks. There they drop
2: it. This is Gamecock football.
7: Jump ball in the end zone. Are you kidding me? Caught. Touchdown Carolina.
2: Catch the action on your home for South Carolina football. The Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. your voice heard on Carolina Calls by giving us a call on our toll-free hotline 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100. Now let's rejoin your host. Here again, Todd Ellis.
5: Hey, have you visited Brook Green Gardens in Murrells Inlet lately? Brook Green Gardens is something for everyone to enjoy, including art, nature, history, and wildlife all together in one changing simply amazing place. For more information about the gardens, special events, and tickets, visit www.brookgreen.com excuse me brookgreen.org Coach Shane Beamer, I'm Todd Ellis, great to be with you. The Gamecocks travel over to Athens, Georgia on Saturday to take on the number two Georgia Bulldogs and Julia here in the house has got a question for Coach Shane Beamer Julia, thanks for being with us, appreciate you coming out tonight, go right ahead
6: Thank you, Todd. Um Coach Beamer, I just wanted to say um during during the East Carolina game, we had a lot of unforced errors. We had some unfortunate penalties and then we had some turnovers. We had some bad offense in the first half. I remember. And um and anyway yeah. <laughs>
7: it's,
6: it's it's amazing we won the game yeah. but i'm so proud of our guys and yeah. so proud of you and your coaching staff Thank but you. the only question I, I had was the um health of parker white i know he had a groin injury last week i, I just hadn't heard an update that's my question
3: yeah no good question Thank uh you. and thanks for saying that you're right i said it earlier this week if you say if you take everything a team could do to lose a football game we did it uh on saturday and the fact that our guys they never panicked they just kept playing i I was so proud of them and and still am a lot to build on parker's doing great um he was limited last week he really didn't kick in practice during the week because we were trying to get him healthy he's kicked this week he's been fine um uh just something we got to continue to manage but what toughness by him coming out there and kicking two clutch field goals when he really hadn't practiced a whole lot during week? His playing was never in doubt last week. We just limited him in practice to keep him to get him a little bit healthier, and um, he's much farther along this week than he was
5: last week. Hey, Julia, Thank thanks you. for the great question. Come back again, uh, coach. It's time for our Food Lions Food for Thought segment, where each week we look behind a trend of Gamecock football to dive deeper or the challenges for this week's ball game and coach I couldn't help to think you know it's not an unusual situation uh, assistant who has worked at major programs moves up goes on and goes becomes a head football coach of a program then goes back to play a team in which he's been involved in but it works both ways this week coach must champ the head coach here for a couple of years it goes back and now he's at Georgia and you're going back to Georgia a program you've been at before is there truly any advantage, disadvantage, uh, anything you can analyze, tell the team that says this could make a difference in the ball game because I was at Georgia, or vice versa, Coach Muschamp being at South Carolina over a period of time?
3: I don't think so. I, mean, I, I thought you were Yeah, with. I mean, it, it, it's a unique story. I mean, it's not unusual that you have somebody to go in to play a former team, but you do have – somewhere where I was an assistant coach at in 2017 when we won the SEC, and they've got an assistant coach that was sitting in this chair last year at this time uh, that, that I'm in right now. So it is unique from that standpoint. Will certainly knows, you know, our personnel schemes no, because we're completely different in all three phases. But he could walk in there and maybe talk about, you know, the strengths and weaknesses of – Darius Rush as a, yeah. or Aaron Sterling or, or Kevin Harris or whatever, but I don't, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know how much that's going to matter. Uh, I certainly had a fantastic time in Athens working for Kirby, learned a lot from him, and I'm very, very fortunate for my time that I had there. You know, if anything, maybe a little bit more of an advantage for us because they haven't changed systems. Offensively, they've got a different coordinator from when I was there, but maybe some of the things that Kirby believes in as a head coach, things that I I know he practices, tricks and and the way he thinks, and I took notes in every single staff meeting we ever had and anything that came out of his mouth, I have. Now, is that going to help us on Saturday night? I don't know. Maybe something does, but uh, at the end of the day, it's about the players on the field, and and they've got a bunch of really good ones, and and, and, uh,
5: so do we. That's an honest answer, and one that I really think about from a lot of perspectives, so I Appreciate that. And that's this week's Food Lion, Food for Thought. The Gamecock getting ready to travel over to Athens. Bud Light reminds you to make the right call. Have a solid game plan to get a safe ride home. We'll have more from Backstreet's on Divine on the Carolina Calls from Learfield on the Gamecock Sports Network.
4: River Rat Brewery, located on Shop Road, just a short fade pass away from Williams-Rice Stadium, is Columbia's premier craft brewery. Stop by Riverrat before the next game or for lunch and relax in our kid and dog friendly tap room, outside green space, or on our beautiful rooftop lounge. And remember, football season brings the release of the delicious German style Marzen. Riverat Brewery, brewing craft beer because beer makes people happy. Riveratbrewery.com, Columbia's premier craft brewery.
5: Did you know that 378,000 South Carolinians are living in recovery? It's important we understand that substance use disorders are treatable diseases, not moral failings. People in recovery can and do go on to lead healthy, fulfilling lives, and our support is essential. Avoid words like addict, habit, junkie, and clean. They suggest a person is the problem rather than having a disease. And feeling stigmatized can reduce someone's interest in recovery. Find resources at embracerecoverysc.com.
2: You're listening to Gamecock football. We're back after these local messages on the Gamecock sports network from Learfield.
7: Spurs up. 20, 15, 10. Are you kidding me? Touchdown Carolina in the pocket. Got some problems trying to bail. Gamecocks. There they drop
2: it. This is Gamecock football.
7: Jump ball in the end zone. Are you kidding me? Caught. Touchdown Carolina.
2: Catch the action on your home for South Carolina football. The Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield.
1: It's time we all get back. It's time we all get back to more. More one-of-a-kind Saturdays. More rockin' jam-packed stadiums. More of what makes the mighty Southeastern Conference so much more. Team up with the SEC and learn more about the COVID-19 vaccination by going to GetVaccineAnswers.org. The SEC backs the Vax, because it's time we all get back to more. Go to GetVaccineAnswers.org. The SEC. It just means more.
2: Welcome back to Carolina Calls. Give us a call on our toll-free hotline at 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100.
5: Now, let's rejoin your
2: host, Todd Ellis.
5: Hey, did you know what this Friday is? Just like every other Friday, it's Gamecock Colors Day. Gamecock Color Day is a day where we encourage you to fly, to flag and declare your allegiance to the Gamecocks by... Wearing or displaying licensed Gamecock merchandise. If you need to shop for new gear to participate, please shop local and visit your Carolina retailers. Learn more at slash Gamecock Colors Day. Dan Stewart's our engineer tonight. As usual, he's like herding cats with me and Coach Beamer. Coach Beamer talks to everybody until about six seconds to go before we come back from break. And uh, we're glad you're with us, Dan. Thank you, Liz McMillan. Our, associate producer tonight. We're at Backstreet's Grill on Divine. We thank you so much for being a part of our program. Jason in Spartanburg. Hey, man, thanks for holding on. Go right ahead for Coach Shane Beamer.
6: Thanks, guys. I have a two-part question. Coach, it seems to me that we would want to settle on two backs uh, so they can really get in a rhythm and uh, get going in the game. And and If you have any concern or it would seem to me you, you, you wouldn't want to play four different running backs, sometimes three backs and on the same drive. And then the second part
3: of my question for Todd, if he could name a head coach in America that lets uh, recruits uh, tell them what uniforms they're going to wear as he alluded to last week. Thank you for taking my call.
5: <laughs> I barely hurt his feelings. <laughs> Coach, why don't you go right ahead? Yeah. Well,
3: first of all, I ask recruits which ones you like. I don't <laughs> – but if he is a five-star that can help us win yes. football games, I may let him pick what uniform we wear in a game. Um, I think it's hard to play four running backs, Jason. I don't disagree with you, uh, or at least regularly. Um uh, they, they need to be able to get into a routine and a rhythm and things like that now having said that we got four pretty good ones and they all deserve to play and you're going to see all four of them at times but i do think it's hard if we have a 60 play game to say that you know each one's going to get 15 plays or in 15 carries or whatever it may be uh uh i think that's tough to do i'm not saying that we're not uh, you're going to see all four of them on Saturday night. But as the year goes on, we need to, uh, you know, I think each game do what gives us the best chance to be successful. And uh, I think each game is different. Uh, I've coached running backs before where we've had a bunch of really talented ones. And and uh, my preference would be where you have, you know, a couple of your main guys and then the other guys, you sprinkle them in. But, again, it's still early in the season and we're still trying to figure all this out.
5: Hey, Jason, thanks so much for your question. But listen, Coach Satterfield said something this week that I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, he comes from at least a limited pro background. Everything there is matchups, situations. How can I get my best guy on your weakest guy? Yep. Which is some in college football, but not as maybe as much. And he talked this week about, listen, which plays do these backs run the best? What do they do best? What do we need to avoid? And sometimes that can take four guys. And if you can call plays in which they're in there and it's not trended by the other side, there is an advantage to playing a guy who does this really well yeah. on that circumstance. And and I'm with you. Sometimes these guys, particularly out of high school, they're, they're used to getting how many carries a game. Yeah. I mean, been, nobody else touches the ball but right. them. Yeah. So when they come in here, it takes a while to adjust, and, and maybe they're not as good if they're at the – 10-12 mark during a ball game, but I do get Co- what Coach chat is saying. Listen, we worked all summer to figure out what these guys do well. We're going yeah. to put them in those situations.
3: Yeah, no no doubt, and we will. Um, what, Like you're saying, you just don't want to get in the middle of a drive where this guy's going in for two plays, and this guy comes in for two plays, and then this guy comes in for a play. You'd like for those guys to be able to get into a rhythm, but certainly all four of those guys have unique skill sets. They can all help us win games, and they're all going
5: to continue to play for us. Hey, Philly Pretzel Factory, home of the new limited edition Spurs Up Pretzel, will now be served at williams Bryce Stadium. Get your Spurs Up Pretzel on the ground level at the East Gate. Visit the storefront on Rosewood to learn more about the catering packages available. Man, I can't wait for that. I'm looking forward, as always, to go to Athens. But, my gosh, next weekend we'll be at williams Price Stadium with the Kentucky Wildcats coming to town. I did have a chance to watch them against Missouri Good football teams, both those crowds. So we'll see you uh, next week. A week ago, from. Uh, we will see you uh, at Williams-Price Stadium. That kickoff is set against the Kentucky Wildcats. Dan Stewart, again, herding cats here <laughs> on Carolina Calls. Hey, we'll wrap things up with Coach Beamer in just a moment on Carolina Calls. We're back to Backstreet Grill on Divine Street after this on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Fall is here, and that
8: means one thing. Jameson, ginger, and game time. Whether you're catching the game at home, at the local bar, or headed to the tailgate, everyone wins with a refreshing Jameson Irish whiskey topped off with ginger ale and lime. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, product of Ireland. 2021, imported by John Jameson Import Company, New York, New York.
7: If you're a fan of fresh, local food, you'll be a fan of this. Hey, hey, it, baby, cause you're, fine and you're and you look so
0: divine. Come and get your love. Come and get your love.
7: Come and get your love, South Carolina. Come Support local and, and find local restaurants at freshonthemenu.com.
2: This is South Carolina football back in
1: 60 seconds on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. It's time we all get back. It's time we all get back to more. More one-of-a-kind Saturdays. More rockin' jam packed stadiums. More of what makes the mighty Southeastern Conference so much more. Team up with the SEC and learn more about the COVID 19 vaccination by going to getvaccineanswers.org. The SEC backs the vax because it's time we all get back to more. Go to getvaccineanswers.org. The SEC. It just means more. SEC. SEC. <laughs>
4: Listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecocks Sports Network from Learfield. Hear every game for free on the South Carolina Game Day app. You can also listen via Gamecocks All Access at GamecocksOnline.com.
5: we all know that coach shane beamer has coached in athens before he has coached against the georgia bulldogs going over to athens coach it's hard to find a couple of keys that you might want to emphasize to your team when you go into an environment like that particularly with this talent but as we're thursday night not necessarily saturday can you think of a few things you know your team has got to do well and over there to go over there and compete
3: yeah um Certainly, defensively, we've got to uh, limit their explosives. Uh, they're a big; they got big play potential. Um, we've got to limit their explosive plays. Uh, offensively, we certainly got to protect the football. I mean, we can't turn the ball over like we did last week. It's just, uh, we can't. Um, and then we've got to be successful on first down. Like we don't need right. to be in a lot of second and ten situations. We need to – not every run against these guys or play is going to be an explosive, but you just got to just keep it in manageable first and 10, get it to second and six, and then give us some options and, you know, and things like that to go. So effective on first down, protect the football and limit their explosives. And it would be nice to score on defense again, too. It certainly, uh, certainly helped.
5: Well, you can't. It's hard to win over there unless something like that happens. Yeah, Coach, your special teams have been amazing so far. Yeah. What do you expect from them this weekend? Yeah, they
3: got a, we got a big challenge. I mean, these guys, they put a lot of emphasis on it, and they're really, really good. They've got a bunch of really good players and all these five-star recruits that aren't starting on offense or they're defense. Running down they're covering kickoff. kicks yeah. and things like that. So they're really good, but uh, we, we've got to make a play on that and feel confident that we've got a good plan this week to
5: do that. He's Shane Beamer. I'm Todd Ellis. We couldn't be more thankful to start SEC play. Coach Beamer's taking the Gamecocks over to Athens, Georgia, for one of the most storied programs in the world. And that is the Georgia Bulldogs. For Dan Stewart, Liz McMillan, I'm Todd Ellis. Coach Shane Beamer, we'll see you next week after the Georgia ball game here at Backstreet's Grill on Divine.
2: On the Gamecocks Sports Network from Learfield, You've been listening to Carolina Calls. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Coca-Cola. Whether you're in the stands, at the tailgate, or in your living room, nothing goes better with football than Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola's zero sugar. Prisma Health, proud to be the official health care system and team physicians of the Gamecocks. And by Bud Light. When you really want your favorite beer, there's a Bud Light there. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation at the Gamecocks Sports Network.